June 15, 2023. My name is Jimmy Van, and this is KYN Live. My guest recently updated his Twitter profile picture to reflect what he looked like three years ago instead of 12 years ago. He discovered how much exercise he can get playing table tennis on the, on the Oculus Quest, and he hates having his doorbell rung to the point that he covered it with cardboard. He is the host of the Roto-Grinders Fantasy Sports pregame show. This is Jordan Cooper. Jordan, how are you, man? Good, good. Glad to finally, finally be on with you. I, I listen to Fightful shows all the time. Let me tell you that I, I put them on my phone because I work at my computer throughout the day. Uh, my wife was convinced for months upon months that the name of your show is Listen to Your Boy. <laughs> Listen to Your Boy. Right. She was really? confused why there's a list. Like, why is he going through a list? Why isn't he just listening to Sean? It's Listen to Your Boy. <laughs> well, not that I want to go off on a tangent, but Sean is trying to get me to change the name of the podcast. But uh, another story for another day. Here's what's going to happen. We're going to talk to KYN7. Seven of the top news stories of the week that are stupid, funny, or weird. I'll get your reactions, and I'll ask you questions along the way. And guys, send in your Super Chats to get your question or statement read on the air. If you don't want to donate through YouTube or if you can't catch the show live, go to kynchat.com. Leave a question or statement anytime you want, and we will read it on the air. I feel like a broken record because I say this every week. It is so easy to find seven stories for this thing. You know, every week I got to weed through 20 or 30 just to find, go get pick seven because they're, they're never ending. So I got uh, seven good ones again, man. You ready to go? Sure. Seven's a lucky number. Seven's a lucky number. Yeah. Let's start with story number seven reported by the Japan times. All right. And all these stories are real as nutty as they are, might be they're real. So the Japanese government, they lifted their mask wearing mandate after three years of the COVID-19 pandemic. This led to an unexpected issue for a lot of people that has resulted in many of them turning to specialized instructors for training. Jordan, what kind of training are people in Japan getting ever since the mask wearing mandate ended? Well, I'm trying to think of things that would be very hard to do that, that when you have a mask on that you wouldn't be used to having to do uh, after three years. Uh, being married for, for, for 12 years, I'm going to guess blowjobs. <laughs> okay, that would have been a much better answer. And, and I would have had this story on this list for a different reason. No, they are booking training sessions to learn how to smile again. This is real, and we got pics. Look at these. So people in Japan, and most of them are women, they felt a need to practice their smiles and facial expressions before they took off the masks in public. And so companies are popping up that offer what they call smile education, where people can learn how to flex their cheek and their mouth and even their neck muscles to help them smile and overcome fear and shyness. There's one instructor named Keiko Kawano. She has over 4,000 people signed up for classes to learn how to smile. What do you think, man? I mean, uh, the things you learn, people have to learn how to smile again. I don't know. What do you think? This seems like some propaganda shit. Like, come on. Is, is, is life so hard in Japan? Were they not like, I mean, like I was wearing a mask during the pandemic. And uh -huh. if something was funny or something, there was some reason I'd smile. This almost seems like they're trying to keep up appearances of like, oh, now the masks are off. They, they don't realize that, you know, Tokyo sucks or something. Like, <laughs> like, what, like why, why weren't they smiling before? And like, how much are these courses? Is this like, is this government mandated? Is this part no. of like, People no, are paying people. Yeah, people. these these are capitalists. These these are these are people that found a way to make money. But you know, the only thing I will say in the defense of the Japanese people 
is people in Asian countries were wearing masks way before COVID-19. And so I wonder if some of them have been wearing masks for like a decade and it's all they've ever known. That's the only thing I can possibly think to try to make sense of it. I can't How think of any other reason. How much would you charge, Jimmy, for a smiling class? Five dollars like, a what, month. What would be the what like Jimmy? What would the class even be like? You come in, and like, is it like a like a Zumba workout? Is it like I mean, Joe, like, put up the pictures again. Put up the pictures again. So there they've got. I guess those are the instructors. That are like, and look at that. They're showing, see that? They're showing like the cheek muscles and telling you where you want to flex, I guess. And I, oh, look at this. Look at this. It, it's like a classroom setting. Yeah, look at these people. If I was running this class, Jimmy, they'd walk in, they'd pay me the, my hundred bucks and I'd go, smile. <laughs> class is over. Class is missed. Class is missed. Yeah. Like Buzz Sawyer training the undertaker. That's going to go over <laughs> some people's heads. All right. Let's go to story number six. Reported by news18.com. All right. I don't know if this one might be fake, but I'll get your thoughts. So a woman in India decided to get a tattoo in an effort to impress her husband and express her love for him. A video of her getting the ink done went viral. And my question for you is, what was so unique, if not puzzling, about this tattoo that made the video go viral? Can you give me some clue on where the tattoo is located? That might be part of the answer. So no, I cannot. Oh, you can't. So obviously it's in a place where where you normally wouldn't get a tattoo. I'm not a tattoo person. Jimmy, do you have any tattoos? I do not. So I I've, I want to get a couple for my kids on my forearm, and my wife is adamant against it, so I've held off. But well, that's what I, I mean, want to do. The main tattoo that I know of is Cody Rhodes' neck tattoo. So like that is is that weird enough that that someone would get a neck tattoo? I'm trying to think of what part of the body. I'm getting the sense that it's on a part of the body we don't normally see, right? So uh, <laughs> I can't even fathom what 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 what's 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 above her crotch. That uh, that that uh, that the video went viral, but I, I'll take a look at it. All right. So technically, I guess you're right because it is above her crotch. She got her husband's name tattooed on her forehead, and here is a video clip courtesy of Kingmaker Tattoo on Instagram. Look at this. So there it is there. He's first, you know, they put the thing on there because they got to get the, what do you call it? The, uh, the, I forget what you call it, where they put that on first, they trace over it. There it is. Now, I got to say, it's kind of surprising to me that a woman in a traditional place like India would do that. And the video stops right when the dude starts putting the pen up there. That makes me question if it might be fake or not. But what do you think? I mean, to me, I, I view if, if I, if I had my wife get my name, on her forehead. Doesn't that kind of make a statement about me? Like, it seems like branding, like how you'd brand cattle. Yeah. You, have you seen Yellowstone? No, but I mean, have they done, have they done that to women on Yellowstone? Yellowstone, Kevin Costner's character made, made the guys get tattoos or uh, brands on their chest. Okay. But guys, that's like a gang, right? I yeah. It was, gang. It was but in the marriage, like Jimmy, would your wife like, it's like, Oh, I I can understand the sentimentality of like, you know, oh, a little heart with your, you know, your significant other's name or whatever. But on the forehead is making kind of a statement. If I said to my wife, hey, I want you to do this, she'd say, that's cute. Go take out the garbage. (laughs) And that would be the end of it. But that's what they did. So you already kind of answered a question I was going to ask you. You said you don't have any tattoos. But let me ask you this. If you were ever going to consider getting one to impress your significant other, what is your limit in terms of where you would allow it to be placed? Like, would you go for the Cody Rhodes on the neck to impress your wife? I, I, I mean, obviously, 
Like I, I'm not even thinking about how it looks. Is that I, I, I don't want to get a tattoo because it looks like it hurts, right? Like I, I, <laughs> my, my, my tolerance for pain is very low. So uh-huh. it's like, well, a funny spot would be like, like on my penis, but like, no, there's no way, <laughs> right? You, you had that whole joke with the word, you know, it's like, you know, it's all, oh, it's only two letters and it's all sense, right? There's, there's a joke, there's a joke for that, an old school joke. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It goes like that. But my consideration is more like, where do I have the most amount of like blubber or something? Like maybe like my thighs or something. So when I have to sit there and it's like, I, I tell my wife, like, we're just getting an outline. It's one color. We're not going back for like <laughs> like filling in or anything like that. If you get if, if I'm gonna have to have where I don't mind I don't I don't mind the tattoo. It's just that can it be can it be a sticker? Can it be an iron on or something like that? Maybe maybe just go for the initials and just write them that big. You know what I mean? Right. Just, Some I people can do that, do that, I can do that right? with a pencil. Uh, why don't I just do that? I'll fake it. I'll say I'll go, and then every day I write it. I write it on my my skin with a pen, and that'll be fine. There you go. There you go. I think Renee Young has just a little heart on her wrist, like a tiny little heart. So that's all you need. You know, Jordan Cooper looking to get a tattoo to express his, his love for his wife. Good for him. All right. Reminder, guys, get in your super chats, get your question statement right on the air. Or if you can't catch the show live, go to KYNchat.com, leave a contribution at any time, and we'll read it on the next show. All right. Let's go to story number five. Reported by KFDS CBS 12. All right, these are never ending. So there's a man in Williamson County, Illinois, and he needed a ride to the airport in order to catch a flight to Nevada. I guess Uber and taxi services weren't available because he chose another option. Jordan, what did the guy do to get himself to the airport? Oh, to the airport. I, to the airport. I was under the impression of that. How did he get to Nevada? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I was just thinking maybe he took an Uber. Maybe he took an Uber to Nevada. Like he's like, I'm like, how about we go to the airport? They stop and you go, you know what? I don't feel like getting out. Just take me to Nevada. <laughs> All the way right? to Nevada. Yeah. Right. I don't care. It's three thousand dollars. So the thing is that he tried to get an Uber and there weren't any available. That I don't know. I don't know if he tried to get an Uber. All I know is he took an alternative option to get he to took the an airport. alternative option, and it's in the middle of Illinois. Like, yeah, Williamson County. Yeah, what what airport is around there? That I have is no idea. I have no is idea. This, is this rural? Is this, is I think this near O'Hare? It might. I have no idea. No idea uh, what airport it was. You don't have the details? Come on, <laughs> this doesn't help me out. How else would he have got? Now, obviously, like it, this wouldn't be a stupid news story. I'm thinking about you know the kayfabe aspect of it. It's like, oh well, he walked there. It's like, nah, no one's writing a news story about that. Uh, Gonna, Unless he's got to walk 200 miles or something, maybe. But right, otherwise, maybe. But Forrest Gump, that he could just Forrest Gump it, just walk could, the, whole, walk the yeah. whole way. So, so how did he get there? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna guess. I'm hoping it's rural or something that he got on, uh, like uh, some some type of decently sized animal that he found. Man, I almost thought you were gonna get there because I thought you were gonna say tractor. No, he stole a backhoe, and we've got video. Check this out. So the backhoe was spotted in the parking lot of the airport. It was considered suspicious, so deputies were called. They checked surveillance. They saw this video of the guy. They were able to ID him. His name is Timothy J. Baggett. He was arrested after he landed in Nevada. So he was arrested in Elko County, Nevada, for charges related to the possession of a stolen vehicle. Apparently, that backhoe was parked at a job site. The dude needed a ride to the airport. He's walking along. He sees it. I guess the keys must have been in it. Got in the backhoe and took off 10 minutes to the airport. That's what he did. I mean, the guy's creative. Can we give him that? 
Is that what it's called? You said backhoe. And I'm a like, backhoe. Okay, the language is fine on this show, I guess. <laughs> I didn't know that was called a backhoe. The, the thing that I want to point out on the video, that I think that his sentencing, he should get like a little bit less, maybe yeah. a, a lesser charge, because he did kind of do a good parking job. He did park it in the park. Yeah. He didn't just like leave it in the middle of the street, like one of those like like uh, scooters in, the, in urban areas where like like the bird scooters, they did, people just throw them around or whatever. No, no, he... He did a nice parking job, and and I'm I'm I was I wasn't aware that that you could even steal one of those like like do they normally like just leave the keys in it or something? I mean that was going to be one of my questions like who left the keys in it? Where are the workers on the job site? Like are all the workers off having a coffee break? Like I how was the dude able to just go and don't you need a specialized license? To drive you think something this guy like cares that? about that? He, he stole <laughs> he stole the tractor. No, but how did he know to drive it? Like, don't you need a specialized license to drive it? Like, maybe he had a license to do that. I have no idea. See, I, I have how hard is it to figure wheel. out? It's a it's a steering wheel and a button or something. Not always. Like sometimes they got stick shifts in there, and you know, I'm from a small town. I've seen tractors. I haven't driven one, but I've seen tractors, and sometimes it could be a little bit more complicated. Are, are you alluding to the fact that maybe it was an inside job? It's possible that it was. I mean, apparently his only cargo on the plane was a guitar. That's all he had on him was a guitar. That's it. That's it. So did he, did he carry it? Was it a carry on? Yes, I think it was a carry on. So this guy was a guitar playing backhoe driving Illinois man. Illinoisan? Illinoisan? Yeah, that's what it was. I guess he was going to Nevada for a gig to finally get some stuff. <laughs> now we're getting all. See? Now we're getting all the details going. This is why I got a stand-up comic here because he's just filling it in like this. Let's go to story number four, reported by WCJB ABC 20. All right, so a man in Gainesville, Florida. This is something. A man in Gainesville, Florida, he stabbed his roommate in the neck. Didn't kill him, but he's charged with attempted murder. According to the arrest report, the guy said that he stabbed his roommate because it was instinctual Based on how he was dressed. The guy actually said this. Why did you stab your roommate? It was instinct. What was the suspect wearing that caused him to explain that his actions were instinctual? Uh, what would you, once you read the story, <laughs> I knew it was Florida. Like, it's like oh, minus 1,000. Yeah. This is Florida. This is easily Florida. Yeah, Florida and man. And what's been going on down in Florida, like... With with the laws and stuff they're passing, I can only imagine what what his what his roommate was was dressed at instinctual. Instinctual. So that, that alludes that alludes that that throughout the course of his life, like the the, <laughs> the the cerebellum of his brain, like the lizard part of the brain, just makes it that like I'm in danger. I need to I, I need to attack, flight or fight or flight. Uh, I'm 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 I'm. People are going to think it's like, oh, it's it's going to be like, oh, he's dressing up as a woman. I was like, I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess he dressed up as some type of clown. Ah, that's a pretty good answer. No, he dressed in a cat costume. And we got video courtesy of the Alachua County Sheriff's Department. Check this out. Come on. Come walk, walk out. This way. Turn around. Way out. Back up. Back up. He's coming out. Back up. Keep coming. Down him outside. All the way out. Don't bring it past, y'all. Back up. Back up, guys. Come on. Come on. Turn around. Turn around. 
That's what happened. So police arrested 32-year-old Omar Gutierrez, and you saw that cat costume. I mean, I've had cats. You know, they could be unpredictable. You never know when they're going to strike. So I guess his excuse was, I'm dressed as a cat, and that's what cats do. And that's oh, his so, explanation. Well, hold on. You, you framed this a different way. I thought the guy dressed normally and then stabbed the other person who was dressed as some, no, so he, so the perpetrator. Yes, yes, the dressed, perpetrator. Oh, I was under the impression that he he saw someone in a cat costume and said, I got to stab the cat, right? <laughs> right? And then I see them arresting the cat guy. I'm like, it, were they both dressed as cats? Were they having a cat fight? Yeah, oh, that's clever. That's clever. That's clever. No, the perpetrator was dressed as the cat and he said it was instinctual. Like what, if you were the cop, and you're showing up to arrest this guy for attempted murder because he stabbed his roommate in the neck and he's dressed like a cat and he says it was instinctual. If you're the cop, what are you thinking? Are you thinking, okay, well, you know what? I'll, I'll, give, him, I'll give him marks for that. Like, what are you thinking about that? Well, is it, well, I mean, first off, you would say, if, 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 let's say, let's say, for instance, this is some delusional guy, right? You never know. You never know. Dresses up as a cat, thinks he's a cat. <laughs> now, I can understand if he'd like jumped on his roommate and clawed him. Or did the whole, you know, like kind of like like breading, you know, whatever they do, yes, like yes. cookies or whatever, whatever the <laughs> yeah, what yeah, they yeah. call it. Like if he done that type of stuff, but it's like like he stabbed him with a weapon. I've never seen a cat and any cat in real life like grab weapons in order to attack. It's always gonna be with their claws and stuff. Yeah, I mean maybe the knife was his claw, you know? Maybe that's how you look. Okay, now it. it's going too far. Now I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, the first thing I think of is okay, he stabbed him in the neck because he's a cat and he thought that's instinctual. Thank God he wasn't dressed like Jason Voorhees. What would have happened in that situation? Or what if what if he was dressed like a shark? What was he gonna do then? You know what I mean? Well, it'd be kind of tough. He should be in water. It wouldn't well, be instinctual. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. So maybe he couldn't he'd... use that excuse of being instinctual because <laughs> he'd be flopping on the floor. I'd right? be flopping. I can't breathe. <laughs> All right. Let's go to story number three reported by WSB TV. All right. You're good with the creative answers. Let's see what you got to say about this one. So if you've seen Shawshank Redemption, you might appreciate this one. There is an inmate at the Fulton County Jail in Atlanta, Georgia. He dug a hole through a wall made of concrete and metal, just like Tim Robbins in uh, Shawshank Redemption. So he dug a hole through a wall in order to reach the other side, but he didn't do it to escape. Why did this inmate spend all that time digging a hole through a wall at the uh, Fulton County Jail? So he wasn't doing, he had no intention of, of escape. So how long, how long? Like, was this just to, like, the next room? Or was this, like, a Shawshank Redemption? Like, oh, my God, he spent 27 years digging, <laughs> like, a mile. I mean, like, that movie's a little bit unbelievable. That a little bit unbelievable. So I don't think this one took as long. Let me just say that. I don't think it took as long. Okay. I, I'm, I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna be a little bit pragmatic. Uh-huh. Thinking that, like, I, I, I've been arrested once. I spent a, a night in jail once. Really? For I, what? Right. Uh, I, I, being part of an a underground card room in New York City. So really? it got, got raided or whatever. And then, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I could, I could admit to that. Right. I, I'm it's not, it's on the record or something. I'm, I could say that. Yeah. Uh, obviously it's central booking in New York city. It's not real. You're not in prison. You're not right. You're at a holding facility and you go to get arraigned and whatever. Uh, I'm going to think pragmatically of like, if I was in prison and, uh, you know, maybe I wanted my own private bathroom or shower and, that would be the best way to access it. Cause obviously, you know, you typically have to go and 
Maybe there's, you know, a whole, all these stalls, all the showers. We have all the jokes from God knows how long ago about dropping the soap, right? <laughs> that type of stuff. And it's like, you know what? I just want peace and quiet in the bathroom, right? I want to be able to, re- like, you can't read your phone, obviously, in prison. You probably don't have a newspaper. So you're probably reading yeah, the wall. People man. have the messages they scratch on the wall. I just want 20 minutes every day. <laughs> and maybe some, like, private officer bathroom somewhere is is that, that maybe the next thing over from their cell and like okay if i dig a hole and put up some you know pin-up models you know to right right then I, know I else yeah. the bathroom. so you're on the right track because he dig dig he did uh dig a hole through a wall to a shower but he did it to stab another inmate that's that was the whole <laughs> thing and here is a video clip courtesy of abc news this is where he did it the inmate's name is kavian thomas he dug a hole through a shower wall just to stab fellow inmate Derodney Russell. Russell sustained non-life-threatening injuries, and after the attack, deputies found shanks that were made from parts of that dilapidated building infrastructure, which is what he used, and charges against him are uh, still pending. So you're on the right track. So he did find his way to a shower, but he didn't do it you know, because he wanted to take a shit in private. He did it because he had – imagine – the rage that you've got built up in your head that you're thinking, I'm not going to wait until I'm out in the yard or I'm not going to wait until like we're in the cafeteria. I'm going into the shower to get this fucker. Like imagine what you must've been thinking and the work ethic. What could this guy do if he was constructive with that work ethic? You know, how shoddy is the, how shoddy is the construction of the prison? Can't be good. Yeah. Can't I, be I was good. thinking, thinking, hearing this, that this may be, this is, this is the epilogue of the previous story. Like he got caught. And he was wearing a cat costume and he said, I, 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 it was instinctual. It was instinctual. What are you talking about? I had to stab the guy next to me. <laughs> yeah. And like, they didn't say how long it took, but uh, Joe put up that video again. They didn't say how long it took. Obviously it wasn't Shawshank where it was a, a, a thing of solid concrete, but he still had to go through that concrete wall right there. You know, you're not doing that in an hour. I probably took him a little bit of time and he did it just to stab the other dude. So I don't know. What do you think? Like, like I said, the guy's got the work ethic. He's got the drive. Wrong idea. Spend it doing something else. Talk to Tim Robbins, maybe. I don't know. What do you think? And he's going to add years to his sentence now for this shit. Yeah, but I mean, the, the, he he's going to be on that like work release. You know, when they, you know, the, obviously private prisons. You know, they they you, you hire the workers for thirty two cents an hour. Like, I think he's going to be. I think it's going to be on his resume. You think it will? He can, he can, yeah, he can, you're right. He can be uh, like a contractor. Right, right. He can lead the team or whatever. The only thing is you have to keep sharp objects away from him. (laughs) Or he'll make his own. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Final reminder, guys, get in your super chats to uh, have your question or statement right on the air or go to kynchat.com. Leave a contribution anytime you want, and we will read it on the next show. All right. We're whipping through. Let's go to story number two, reported by the Daily Dot. So you've probably heard about this. There's an ongoing labor shortage, right? It's been happening all over ever since the pandemic, especially in retail and fast food. Seems like nobody wants to work. There is a church's chicken location somewhere in the U.S. because they didn't say what state. Nobody was working at the church's chicken. Customers walk in. They're standing there. Nobody is there. There's no employee in sight. So what did the customer decide to do? when they walked into church's chicken and there's nobody uh, on the job. Well, this one's an easy one. I think, I mean, what, what, 
What would they do? You walk, if I walked into a fast food place, right? I go to you know, wherever McDonald's or or McAllisters or anything like that. If there was no one in there, I'm obviously I'm I'm a civilized person. I'm just like I'm just going to assume that you know they're in the back or something, whatever. But like at a certain point, like 15 minutes in, I'm going to be like, I want to order my number four with a coke and, and fries or whatever. Maybe I'd go around and see if there's anything in the back. I mean, kind of go in and make. Maybe I'm going and making my own chicken. Good for you. That's exactly what he did. He went behind the counter, prepared his own order. Here's a video courtesy of TJJ on TikTok. Look at this. There was no employees, so my boy went and got his own food. So apparently there was one employee on a shift, one. And when you know they were in a meeting, someone called them into a freaking meeting Ooh, when there's one, only one person there. What type of meeting is this? I guess he was on he was on like a phone call. So so he was he was in a meeting, and so there's nobody up front to serve customers. I, so it's interesting that you said you would serve it yourself because, you know, some people, they feel like they're crossing boundaries. Some people will stand there for an hour. You know, some people will do that, right? They'll just stand there for an hour and other people will say, well, the hell with this and they'll walk out. But not you and not that guy. He said, hell with it. I'm going to get my own stuff. Good for you, man. You're, you're, you're there to eat your chicken and you're going to get your chicken, right. right? Just like if I see a backhoe with a pee in it, I'm going to take it to the airport. <laughs> the thing I don't understand in that video, it seems like there was a lot of food. If there's only one person there. So you're telling me that to me, this is the, this is the, the byproduct of like, you know, you have to hire more people. So this, this person must have been making all that food and doing the front and doing the drive through at the same time. Like what, what, what do you expect? And, and, did anything happen to the guy? And obviously, this was you know recorded. Yeah. But I mean, the thing. See, I'm 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 classy. I'm classy, <laughs> Jimmy. If I make my own food, I'm gonna go ring it up also, and I'm gonna pay for it. Okay. Now, are you gonna ring up exactly what you bought, or are you? No, just I don't know what pay? the cashier is. They have numbers <laughs> and stuff. Some of them have like pictures and stuff. I don't know. I'm gonna look on the menu, and I'm gonna say, okay, how much does this is this supposed to cost? And be like. Like I always carry some amount of cash, so maybe maybe I leave a ten. Maybe it's not okay, exact. It's not if, you tell, if you're telling me it's two dollars off, and I oh I screwed you out of two dollars, it's like, dude, you should be glad I left you anything. So you're not gonna have like eight pounds of chicken, and you're gonna ring in. I bought a Pepsi. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. I mean, I'm, I'm not even gonna ring it in. I'm just gonna leave, I'll leave. I'll leave. I'll leave money there. But I mean, what happens if I didn't have any cash? I mean, then like, okay, do I have to put the card in? I would at least for the cameras. See, this is how I think. It's like for the cameras, I'd go and go, well, I could pay here and then be like, and then throw up my hands, maybe even look at the camera and go like shrug. Right? <laughs> then take, like, your, then take your chicken and go. Right. And then and then I go out, get in my backhoe and go off to the airport. <laughs> awesome. We have a KYN chat from uh, Jay Core. And he says, started the episode over. I love this weekly dose of stupidity. Challenge, find seven from one continent alone, excluding North America. I think I can accept that challenge because, like I said, I got to go through 40 or 50 of these every week to find seven. So finding seven that are not from North America, I don't think that'll be a challenge. I think it's a challenge to find seven from Antarctica. Well, possibly, possibly. But if I want to stick to China or India, I can knock out 15. 
Like nothing. There's enough you know people I mean? there, obviously. That yeah, you get yeah. the mathematical advantage of like, well, when there's two billion people in one place, you're gonna find plenty of stupid of stupid. And technically, he said continent. He didn't say country. That means I can hit Asia and knock out all kinds of shit. Right, you know? but they don't, they wouldn't count for other continents. No, but he said just do everything from one continent. So I would pick Asia, knock out seven like nothing. So you know what? Maybe I'll take you up on it. But uh, if I do, I expect another KYN chat when we do the show. How does that sound? That's how does it sound. All right, time for story number one already, man. Reported by BBC News. All right, last one. So a government official in India. His name is Rajesh Vishwas. And he is a food inspector. And he was at a dam that's used uh, as a water reservoir for people living in the area. I guess that's one of the jobs of the food inspector. He's got to go check out the water reservoir. Apparently, he was trying to take a selfie when he was at the dam. And he accidentally dropped his Samsung phone into the water. And so my question for you, Jordan, is what did he do next after he dropped his phone into the dam taking a selfie? Well, it wouldn't be a news story if he just picked it up, right? I mean... Well, it's also in a dam, so I don't know how easy it'd be to pick it up, but... Uh... Uh, so hold on. So, is this like the type of dam... Like, I was in Las Vegas recently, and then there's the Hoover Dam. So, if you're on the top of the dam and you drop your phone, it's like... that. It's it's way down there. So, are we talking that type of dam, or just like he was at the dam, and he's at the bottom of the dam, and he dropped his phone into the, into the water reservoir? So it wasn't as massive as the Hoover Dam. The Hoover Dam is like a, you know, a spectacle. It wasn't as massive as the Hoover Dam, but it was a dam meaning that the water was gathered and he was, uh, it doesn't look like the walls were very tall, but he was kind of on the edge taking a selfie and dropped it in the water. Don't know how deep the water is though. I think the water was decently deep. Okay. So the fact that it's a news story, see, this is how my analytical brain thinks. <laughs> the fact that it's a news story mean that they, he probably got the, fo- like, is the footage, okay. Give me the clue. Is the footage that you're going to show from the phone or from someone else recording him trying to get the phone? It's from someone else recording it. Okay, so now, oh, you see, you ruined it because now I know that the, probably the phones know. We, we don't know what the phone. The phone's dead. The phone's done, right? So I'm gonna I'm gonna assume he he tried to put together sticks or some type of way of reaching down, you know, with some 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 type of material in order to to retrieve said phone and uh and and I'm assuming everyone's safe that would have been a lot better so he actually ordered that the reservoir be drained and brought in pumps to drain it just to get a stupid phone and we have a video clip courtesy of the Times of India look at this so this guy called for a diesel pump to be brought in and over a 3 day period they pumped out over 2 million liters or about 440,000 gallons of water just so this moron could get his cell phone. He tried to spin it afterwards saying, oh, this will benefit the farmers because when we pump the water into a canal, it, w- it went into farmland. And so it's irrigation for farmers. So he tried to spin it like that. But everybody was pissed because this is like water that the villagers use as like their drinking water and, and, and for everything that they use in their homes. So. People were pissed off. Eventually, a senior official showed up and put a stop to it. What do you think about this, man? What do you think about, you know, Buddy's taking a selfie, drops it in there, and he decides to use whatever power he has to get a diesel pump to pump out 2 million liters of water to get his phone. What do you think? That sounds like a standard government official to me. (laughs) (laughs) My, My thing is it would have been so much funnier instead of getting the pumps to get the water out. 
that he went to people's houses and like purposely like flush toilets. Like, no, you got to keep on. You got to keep on going. You're I'm, I'm ordering you people all take showers next hour. You guys take showers and then they just use up all the water. People are drinking bottles of water. They're going like this. They're making they're doing bucking or whatever. And then eventually it's low enough. And then he picks up his phone. And at that point. I mean, I know Samsung phones, some of them are, are water resistant, but do you uh-huh. really think that the phone is going to be, is is it going to work after three days on the bottom of a dam? Yeah, who knows? I mean, he tried to claim that there were uh, sensitive documents on the, on it, government documents. That's what he tried to claim. We all know what the sensitive documents <laughs> were. Come on, come on. Yeah. We, know, we know that we, we have, everyone has some pictures like that of, of themselves on the phone. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yep. But that's what he did. All right. I want to thank my guest, Jordan Cooper. Jordan, tell the people what you're doing and where they can find you. Well, I mean, you can find me on uh, on the Roto Grinders YouTube channel if you're into fantasy sports. I teach, uh, I'm pretty much teach, teach math there, but if you want to get better at uh, stuff like DraftKings, FanDuel, sports betting, anything like that, uh, tune in there. And also, uh, since since you know, a lot of wrestling fans do watch uh, Know Your News, I just started a new podcast with John Alba from Out of Bounds, right? If you watch on Mondays, uh, called The Theory of Pro Wrestling. Right, you can go to theoryofprowrestling.com. That'll direct you to YouTube or the podcast. And we pedantically talk about storytelling and narrative devices in pro wrestling debate uh, subjectively, you know, what aspects are good, bad, effective, or otherwise. So appreciate the subscribe and follow there. Awesome. That'll do it for KYM Live. Tune in next Thursday, 4 o'clock Eastern time for more news stories that are totally real, but totally ridiculous. Until then, bye for now. Jordan, thanks for doing this, man. 